for our coffee, tea, and Reverend Pat, a, cas a casual get-to-know-you chat with our senior minister. Learn more about all of our events and activities on the website, on Facebook, or Peak of the Week e-newsletter. Or you can also contact the church anytime via email or voicemail. And now we turn to Reverend Tony for our opening prayer. Please join me this morning in a time of prayer as we open this hour of celebration. And so we begin. We call upon the love that is God today, knowing that divine love is the greatest power in the universe. We affirm that this healing power is restoring, healing, and revitalizing our world in this very moment. We let go of any fear, anxiety, or sense of separation. We hold in love the wounded heart of humanity as we grieve, we rage, we cry, we despair over injustice and inequality. And we enfold in that divine love all of us, all of us today. May we individually and collectively be guided by divine wisdom to take action to ensure that everyone is celebrated for their inherent worth and their goodness. May we remain resolute in walking the cause for the cause of human rights and social justice for all. Today we express divine life and divine love in all we think, say, and do. And so today, in this time of prayer, in this time of love and compassion, we hold our global family as one. In mutual respect, abundant love, and perfect health. We speak these words and affirm this truth in and through the power that is the Christ within each one of us. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen.
Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Guess who? She showed up today. Wonder Woman. I'll talk about this in a few minutes. Welcome. It's good to have you with us here today on this very special time where we have amazing music, we'll have an amazing message, and we have amazing prayer. It's always good to have you here virtually. One of these days, we'll all be back together in person. But right now, we share our energy virtually, and it's amazing. I hope you can feel the love that we are sending to you, and I know that you are sending your love back to us because we feel it here. For those of you who have not joined us before, this is your first time, we welcome you here to Unity Minneapolis. And for those who have been with us for so long, we are, we are so grateful for you and your support and your prayers. Today, we say welcome. This would have been the time if we were all here together, we would have turned to one another and we would have first asked, and then we would have hugged, if given permission, or shake shake or shake hands, shook hands, whatever. We'd have reached out our hands. We can't do that now uh, to everyone, but if you've got somebody that you're sharing this hour with, reach over and ask, and then give them a big hug and let them know you're loved. If you're in that room with your pets, give them your love. And if you're watching us solo today, consider this your hug and know that you are loved. This is an amazing community. We live our core values of loving and joy and inclusivity and welcoming. And everyone is welcome here. One of the things that I remember hearing Reverend Pat say the first time I came was, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. And that is a truth that we live by uh, in this community. And oh, by the way, on the 13th of July, we will begin our backpack and book drive. Backpacks for the kids and books. There's information about this on our website. Um, you'll find something on Facebook. There's a list of books, and we can always use the backpacks. And starting on the 13th, the van outside, the bus outside will be open, and we're going to pack the bus. We're going to pack the bus. For more information, check the website, call the office, and remember, Wonder Woman's always around. And now I'm going to ask Reverend Jim if he will read our daily word for us today. We now, move into, we now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. The word for today is will. Spiritual understanding guides my will. Each day I use my will to make decisions, big and small, that affect the quality and direction of my life. Through the use of my human will, I may make choices out of fear or a sense of lack or... I may be driven by my desire for convenience, comfort, or the pleasures of the moment. I use the use of my spiritual will, however, directs my choices toward a greater awareness of my divine nature. As I grow spiritually, I use my will to shine my Christ light even more brightly. I grow in willingness to co-create with God 
as I release my willfulness to do everything on my own. As I live more intentionally from my divinity, the light of spiritual understanding dawns within me and directs my will. And the scripture for today is from Joshua. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The word for today is will. Amen. Join me now in a continuation of our meditation. Take that deep breath, the breath that is life, the giving and receiving, the opening, the awareness of the oneness. As we hear the words, of Ernest Holmes this morning in our meditation. It is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Words we've heard from Jesus. It is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom, to give us harmony and abundance. Breathe that in. Allow it to resonate within your heart. 
Allow it to become the totality of your being for just this moment. Today, the universe opens, us to, uh, opens up to us the blessings of the infinite, inviting us to dig deeply into its flow. As we believe in our hearts, so it is done unto us in all things. As we ask, so do we receive a full measure, pressed down and running over. These and other divine promises and assurances sing in our hearts. The still, small voice reminds us that all that is the universe is ours. Today, we listen deeply to that still, small voice and know its truth. We fear nothing, neither lack, limitation, disappointment, or distress of any kind. For we, are we not one in that all? And what caused the appearance of lack? Hmm, simply fear or the belief that we are all separate from the one. Let us release that belief now. It no longer matters what the appearance of today is or what has gone before. Today is new. And we are newly awakened to it. Let us know that deep faith, that our good in full measure comes to us today. Let us know now that it is indeed the Father's good pleasure to give us of divine bounty. And let us take that knowing into the silence for just a few moments. And so we know that it is indeed the Father's good pleasure to give us of divine bounty. We know that as we ask, we receive. And on this day today, we affirm that we are truly 
ready and willing to receive that bounty in whatever form it, we may receive it. So it is. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Charles Fillmore tells us that prosperity is simply not a number in your bank account. In other words, 
Prosperity is not about the money, necessarily. Prosperity is actually, I am suggesting, determined by you. What do you want prosperity to look like within your life? Mary Morrissey, who has done the Prosperity Plus Prosperity series, talks about prosperity being able to do the things that you want to do in your life. Money may be one of those things, but primarily to be able to do the things that you want to do in your life. And again, you determine those things. How is it that you can be happy? Is it health? Is it time to do things? Is it those relationships that you're working on? Those are some of the things that could make up prosperity within your life. So a quick story, a quick personal story of prosperity within my life. Back in my early 30s, I was living in Ventura, California. I was working in Santa Barbara. And it was a good job. It was a great job. I was happy. I was working with a great group of people. It was a software development company back then. I was able to walk to the beach at lunch, walk along the beach. On my drive home at sunset, I was able to see the dolphins jumping in the waves. It was a pretty nice, pretty nice gig. And I was happy. And yet, a promotion came up. The possibility of a promotion came up. A lot more money. The possibility of a lot more money. And so I went ahead and took that. I was the manager of that software development team. There was 18 of us that I was now responsible for. We had analysts. We had programmers. We had testers. We had technical writers. And I was the manager of that department. And I made a lot more money. And from worldly standards, you would think that that would define my prosperity. I should have been feeling that abundance. I should have claimed that prosperity. And yet it wasn't right. From worldly standards, it looked like I was making a lot of money. I should be happy. I was golfing with the CEO on the weekends. I was hanging out with the big dogs. From all accounts, I should have been happy. But I didn't have the time in my day. I went into the office early in the morning, worked all day, didn't get home until late in the evening. I didn't see my daughter until she was asleep in bed for most nights. My relationships suffered. I wasn't healthy. I was constantly struggling with stress headaches as I dealt with this job. I was simply not happy in my situation.
which tells me, again, that prosperity, at least for me, was not about the money. I was an unhappy person. So let's hang on to that thought, and we'll close that out at the end of this talk. But let's explore what prosperity, some of the things that prosperity is in the unity movement. We're going to talk about three different things today. We're going to talk about anticipation of prosperity. We're going to talk about the divine flow of prosperity. And we're going to talk about our commitment to prosperity. And if there's one thing that you take away from today's talk is that I am committed to a life of prosperity. I am committed to a life of prosperity. So let's jump into number one, that anticipation. Charles Fillmore tells us that you must be prepared. You must prepare your consciousness for the inflow of universal substance. So he talks about consciousness. He talks about universal, universal substance, bringing those things together in terms of co-creating, of creating a life of prosperity. So he's talking about this preparation. And how does that lead us into anticipation? Well, what do we do, what do we have to do in order to prepare within unity? We talk about different things. We talk about prayer. We talk about meditation. We study. We use affirmations within our prayer time. And I'm going to suggest that those phrases that we create in that prayer affirmation is, in essence, anticipation. When you create an affirmation, you are looking for something. You are affirming what you know to be true. You are affirming that which is true in your world. So you create that phrase with anticipation of what's coming into your life. So here's an example. Here's an affirmation that says, I anticipate God's good in my life. In other words, I know that God's good is flowing into my life. That's the anticipation that I know to be true. And there's a thousand different affirmations that we can create in our life, but it's the anticipation of that good coming toward us that creates that affirmation. The, the anticipation of prosperity is what I'm suggesting. So let's step back. Where does that desire for prosperity come from? Where does that desire come from? Well, Edwin Gaines, who is one of the Unity Movement's uh, premier prosperity teachers, tells us that our desires are holy and implanted in us by God. That our desires are holy those desires come to us from our divine source. That's where they're introduced. That's where we get our wanting. 
So again, anticipation of those things that we want. Not just hoping that they're going to come our way, but the, anticip- the anticipation is the knowing that it's going to flow into our lives. And again, I am committed to a life of prosperity. Number two, divine flow. Within Psalms, it tells us that, but the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. But the humble will inherit the land. So humbly and through divine flow is what the Psalms is telling us. This is where the flow comes to us. Not out of our force of will, not out of white-knuckling it, but in a flow from the divine. Humbly, that flow comes into us. I open myself up to that divine flow of goodness, ideas, substance, and prosperity. On Thursday nights, we've been studying Michael Singer and the untethered soul. And one of his concepts is, again, flow. He talks about the pain within our life, the pain that we experience from time to time, is actually a blockage of our heart. That that pain is actually an energy that is not moving through us as it should. That our our experiences should come to us and flow through us. And when they don't, when they get stuck, when it's something that has caused fear in our life and we try and build that wall around it within our heart, it gets stuck. And that's when we suffer. That pain is actually a lack of flow within our life. There hasn't been, we haven't allowed that pain to flow through us. We face it, we acknowledge it, we see it, and we just let it flow through us. We don't have to hang on to that fear. Let it flow. That is that divine flow within our lives. Another example of flow from a more worldly standpoint might be the idea of electricity in our lives. That idea of that light as you enter a room. When you walk into a room and you flip the light, what's happening? You are connecting flow of electricity up and into that light which illuminates that room. There's two wires. If you're an electrician, there's two wires. That switch that you throw, if you flip it up, it is connecting the flow. It is allowing the flow to go through that light bulb and illuminate your world. When you flip it down, it is breaking the flow and sending you back into darkness again. It's an idea of flow. Breaking the flow in that electrical system, your light goes out. Michael Singer, with that untethered soul, will tell you breaking the flow is actually creating pain within your life. 
And breaking the flow within the unity movement, we would say that the law of divine flow within prosperity is creating struggle with that idea of prosperity in our lives. That lack of flow is creating struggle in terms of prosperity. I am committed to a life of prosperity. Number three, commitment. Commitment to prosperity. So what is commitment? What is commitment within our life and specifically toward prosperity? I'm going to suggest that it's three different things. Number one, a dedication. A dedication to prosperity. A deciding that you're all in. That there's no halfway here. A deciding, a dedication and deciding that you're in with both feet. You're, you're jumping in with that. Dedication to prosperity. The second thing, be wholehearted about this prosperity concept within your life. Again, jumping in with both feet. And position your, position, whoa, positioning yourself <laughs> to be where you're not expecting to back out. In other words, not having a backup plan that is an easy escape route. In other words, prosperity in your life is your plan A. You don't necessarily need plan B, plan C in case you're feeling that fear and, and it's an easy way to escape. Wholehearted, you are dedicated to this plan of prosperity within your life. Don't create that scenario where that backup plan is always in the back of your head, a place to get out of. Focus 100% on that prosperity. And that can be a committing to a tithe in a formal prosperity class. That might be how you jump in wholehearted and not simply when it's convenient or if something else shows up. You are committed to that prosperity. The third thing within that commitment level is being single-minded, that nothing else is important to you right now as that divine law of prosperity. Here and now, right in the present moment, the divine law of prosperity is what you're working on. So not being single-minded is like, I was trying to think up examples, and I don't know why. I went way back. I went way back in my memory. Not being single-minded is like asking a girl out in high school. This is where I went. I don't know why I went there. It's like asking a girl out on a date in high school and, you know, hey, let's go to the movies on Friday night. But not being single-minded about it, you say, unless my buddies, you know, want to go bowling. And then, you know, everything's off. Single-minded says you're going to go on that date with that girl. You're going to go to the movies and you're going to have a good time. There's no backup plan. There's no plan B. You are single-minded. You are dedicated. You are wholehearted about it. And, of course, it's going to work out. Be dedicated. 
be wholehearted, be single-minded, and show that commitment. Show that commitment for what you know to be true in your life, that prosperity as it shows up. I am committed to a life of prosperity. So what have we talked about today? We've talked about our anticipation of prosperity. We've talked about that divine flow of prosperity. And we've talked about our commitment to prosperity. So whatever happened to that career of mine back in my 30s, that career back in Santa Barbara that I was so unhappy with, I decided. I actually found unity at that time in my life. I found unity at that time. It clicked. It made sense. I was all in. 100%. I was all in. I took every class that was offered. I read every book that I could get my hands on. I participated in prosperity classes. At the same time, it made sense for me to change jobs, so I did. I changed jobs with that anticipation, with that flow, and with that commitment to my happiness and abundance. I was committed to a spiritual journey at that time. And prosperity did. Prosperity was part of that commitment, and it did show up. I had my health back. I had time to spend with my family and friends. My relationships were working. I was prosperous. That is my definition of prosperity. So I'd like to challenge you this week. I'd like to challenge you to commit yourself. Commit to taking prosperity that next step within your life. And in whatever way, it could be that you sign up for these Keys to the Kingdom class that's being offered. It could be joining the consistent giving program that we we have here at Unity Minneapolis. It could be deciding to sign up for the unexpected income program that you've never participated in before. It could be that you're reading Charles Fillmore and Eric Butterworth on the topics of prosperity and bringing that more strongly into your life. But go that step. Go that extra step. Commit yourself to that next step. And with that said, I affirm, we affirm, that we are committed to a life of prosperity. Namaste. Somebody's 
start speaking up Cause nothing's gonna hurt you The way that words do when they settle beneath your skin Kept on the inside, no sunlight Sometimes the shadow moves But I wonder what would happen If you say what you want to say And let the words fall for us to step into the flow, into the flow. It's time for us to step out and be brave. It's time for us to be willing to receive. And in being willing to receive, it means we're willing to give. And so this morning, I would ask that you step into the flow. And at this point in time, I ask that you consider giving a gift uh, to Unity Minneapolis. I do believe that there is now on the banner um, the gift, the um, 77977, or it will be soon, uh, with the words give to Unity. That's one way that you can um, 
that you can give a gift to Unity. You can go to the website and push the donate button. But it's part of that flow. It's part of stepping out and being brave and giving uh, to where we are spiritually fed so that we as a community can con continue to spiritually feed. And so we begin that process of giving and being brave and in the flow. Let us say together our offertory prayer. Blessing. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And so it is. We are blessed today. We are blessed with our musicians, the music they bring to us. Thank you. We are blessed with a message. We are blessed with the interpretation and of that message and of the staff that and the guys in the background that bring it to us. So right now, we give thanks. We give thanks for those who have given of their time, their talent, and their treasure today to Unity Minneapolis. We give thanks for those who will be part of our class on Keys to the Kingdom, and through that, their gifts, the unexpected income, and those gifts. For all that flows through us out back into our world, we give thanks. We bless the gift and the giver. And it multiplies and blesses us in ways we cannot even imagine at this moment. And so we say, thank you, God. Amen. And amen. So welcome again. What a great, great morning it has been. Um, I want to remind you that our prayer chaplains are holding space right now for us in their homes. Um, and if you have a prayer request, please remember that you can go to the website, submit that prayer request, and they will receive it. They'll be holding your prayer request and you in prayer um, for seven days 
And then that request will be forwarded on to Unity Worldwide, to Unity Headquarters, to Silent Unity, where it will be held for another 30 days. Also, um, I want to give thanks for our time together and for those who have attended the Keys to the Kingdom in the past. Um, and this morning, we have a message uh, from Krishid Barak, who is going to tell us what Keys to the Kingdom meant to her. So, Krishid. Good morning, Unity family. My name is Krishid Parak, and I've been coming to Unity since fall of 2017. I've loved being a part of the Unity family uh, and enjoy all the time that we spend um, Sunday services as well as attending when we, when we were attending in person. Um, one of the things that Unity teaches that I love is about the consciousness that you hold, the, the idea that when you raise your consciousness, you raise the quality of your life. The Keys to the Kingdom course um, that I took uh, by David Owen Ritz helps me understand these concepts so much better. It's facilitated by Reverend Pat, which in itself is a treat. But I was able to really understand how I think about certain things. There's so much wisdom in the course. One of my favorites is, and I say this to myself and believe this now thoroughly, is God is the one and only source of all your good. So if you're considering the course, please go ahead and sign up. Um, one of the key takeaways uh, that I had, which I'll leave you with, is that Abundance is so much more than money. So if you're thinking about the tithing component, don't let that concern you. That 10% that you are investing is one of the best things you'll ever do for yourself. So try it out. In this time of COVID and fear and anxiety, it probably will be a wonderful experience. And if you do try it out, please come back and tell us about it. I'd love to hear what your experience is. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Kashid. Thank you. So it is time for us to step out and be brave. I want to remind you that the class begins this Tuesday, um, and we would like for you to pre-register so that we can make sure that you get the materials. You can go online to do that um, and make sure that you um, get that um, done as quickly as you can so we can make sure you have all the materials. I want to acknowledge and show appreciation for our kids, our youth, uh, we love them, we bless them, and we appreciate them, and we behold the Christ that they are. Um, and so we want to let um, them know, and those, uh, Cassidy and all of their uh, teachers, know how much we appreciate them. We also have service angels. If you need help, if you need to get to a doctor, if you need an errand, if you need to just get someone to talk to, call the church. We'll get you a service angel to help out. What a blessing it has been today. So, Reverend Jim, why don't you come on up and let's close it out with first the peace song. No. Oh, no, wait, I do it every time, don't I, Reverend Jim? I just thought I'd underscore a little. <laughs> oh, okay. First, we, talk, do, we do our prayer for protection. So let us begin. The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. And the presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine. And all is swell. Now we sing.
It's going to be a bright and bright 
Sunday, see you next week. Thanks for joining us.